0: people pay for experience and i'm not saying that because i think people should pay you know <laughs> for you have to that. be careful what kind of experiences yeah, you pay for me, sometimes that? <laughs> <laughs> what i mean is
1: in marketing okay let me start with
0: in marketing people pay for a positive experience
1: okay? right Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza.
0: Rara is in the house. Catherine
1: Asaro Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. One, the BU guest moment. Two, the BU moment. And three, the BU final moment. As promised...
0: We are giving you a very special Audible on each show. Your job, well, not your job, it's to find it. You know the game Where's Waldo? Well, here we will ask you to listen for that Audible. Hey, I'm starting already. Let's talk about where we are, what we're doing, mm-hmm. what we're wearing. <laughs> our BU moment. Let's do that. Let's let's put it all out. Put all the cards on the table for our audience tonight, and let's tell them exactly what's going on. So, where are you tonight, Dr. Williams?
1: So I am in my in my usual study, but the I have my just set up all my holiday Christmas decorations today so i can actually see them from my desk where i'm recording and i've got the, the you know the christmas lights on the tree on it has little um fiber optic ones as well that kind of blink and twinkle so it looks, it looks like there's little stars twinkling through the trees and i have a couple of candles lit there as well so it's a very very fun evening feeling very festive this evening
0: Yes, it's that time of year.
1: Yeah, it it is that time of year here in here in Canada. Yep.
0: Well, the funny thing is, it was six degrees here. Now that was like that was warm.
1: Wow, that was warmer there than in Toronto than it was in Ottawa. We, today. It was about, uh, we were about minus one today, I think.
0: I, I'm telling you, I'm wearing a summer top. I mean, I, not because it was six six degrees now, but it was so <laughs> warm. I didn't even take my jacket into my class and I was like, I don't even need my boots. It was amazing. I saw people walking around outside with sweatshirts because you know that difference of when it's really cold and they wake up <laughs> a little bit. You know, not that I can say us Canadians, but I yep. understand I'm here in Canada now. So well, you know this is what happens. I take the jackets off and Wow, it's really cool. So it, it was beautiful today. I'm looking at some Christmas. Oh, are you done your being? No, I was going to say,
1: well, I will admit that when I, when I go outside, you know, to my car or to my, I had to take some garbage out, you know, I was definitely, you know, bare feet with sandals on and, and that in and a t-shirt today. So yeah, I, just that few degrees of difference and no wind makes a huge difference.
0: Right. We just think, oh, look at that. Take advantage of it. That's exactly. what I love about being in Canada. We really embrace the environment. Mm-hmm. And I love that on, on so many levels. Well, I, I'm looking at some beautiful lights as well because where we live, there's a whole lit, whole thing done out there. So mm.
1: it's,
0: just, it's amazing, and we get to see it. So I'm in my bridge room, yep, and I am with my awesome ten-pound dumbbell.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Mm.
0: Yes, I'm off that seven-point-five baby stuff. So I'm really excited for that, and I'm on quite the quite the kick. So. I have a nice summer top on, but I have some yoga clothes on and I'm I'm really coming up into another, another level altogether about what I'm going to do for my fitness in the middle of winter. I don't mm. get out like you do in ski. I mean, I used to do that. Right. I don't do it now. And so when it comes to the winter, I think I'm going to lose that physical, you know, get outside and walk, lose that activity. So I need to kick it up a notch another way. So I take those classes, but then I need to make sure that I'm doing something else by training my body with that 10 pound dumbbell is like my (laughs) end all to everything. Well,
1: I'm going to up the ante for you a little bit. I'm actually looking at buying a pair of snowshoes so I can get out hiking in the Gatineau forest this winter. A little okay, bit well more.
0: We, so. I have snowshoes, but that's something else I won't use. But I have them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean that like, I haven't or I couldn't enjoy it. But yeah, so I, I need to kick it up a notch, notch another way. But I will live vicariously through you. Okay. So I'm in my beautiful bridge room. And I say beautiful because at this moment I am surrounded by holiday cards. They have been coming in the mail and I'm loving this. I Mm -hmm. love seeing everybody's family pictures. I've met some amazing people over this last year and when I went to convention and I'm receiving their families and it's just amazing. So I have all these cards around me and I'm actually holding my grateful mug. I have fresh ginger in it. Now I'm really hooked on this hot water and fresh ginger. There's mm. so many benefits to that's it. So great. this is like, we just keep telling ourselves we're doing such a great job with this. Like, mm. yes, I'm so glad we do this yeah. and we drink it all day long. Like, do, you, do
1: you make your, do you make it your own? Like fresh from fresh ginger root yes. where you boil oh, it down absolutely. and then yes. yeah, and reheat yes. it. Yep. Yeah. that's
0: fresh, awesome. Fresh organic ginger. Oh, very and nice. There Times that we throw fresh organic turmeric in there, Mm -hmm. so we let it get a little bit spicy because we let it sit. Right, oh, it's lovely. And then before I get on a show, I usually put like a a couple of drops of honey in it
1: because mm. I'm
0: talking and I want to have a beautiful voice if I can do oh, that. You do have
1: a beautiful voice. Oh,
0: thank you. Well, I'm working on that. You know, I'm mm. really working on that for this podcast. So I want our audience to know with my exercises and my standing and my breathing and what I drink before I speak. I mean, it's a whole brouhaha.
1: Well, I've got a, I've got a fun little goal for 2020. I'm not sure if I'm ready to let it out of the bag just oh, yet, but... Awesome. Mm. Well, you know, you were talking about voices and stuff, and I have my nieces, three of them, participate in uh, basically what's like a glee club. They sing and perform on stage, and as I've said in the past, I used to sing a little bit in choir in, uh, way back in grade school. So I'm yeah. thinking about I might take find some place to take some singing lessons here, mm-hmm. here in Ottawa. We'll see.
0: Wow, well, I was in choir when I was little, but what I didn't tell you is I can't sing. And I don't know how I got into choir, but I think it had something to do with my mom visiting the principal at the school (laughs) saying, You You sure that
1: is that why she was there? Were you somebody in trouble? No, she was like,
0: (laughs) My little little Kathy wants to sing the lead. And the teacher said, she can't sing. (laughs) And my mother said, well, we don't care. We really want her to have what she wants. So I sang the lead Mm -hmm. in that choir. Now, it wasn't absolutely awful, but after that, I became the announcer. What a surprise. I ended up from going from singing to announcing.
1: Now, didn't you... But didn't you help write a song or write a song, if I remember correctly?
0: I did. Nice. It was, oh, one of my passions and my dreams. So when I launched the bridge, I wrote and then I recorded and I sang, talk sang mm-hmm. in that. And that's what I launched. I think I actually put it out on CD and I gave it to all the bridge ambassadors. Nice. At that time.
1: Now, do you still have that somewhere?
0: Yes, actually, I do no, have it. And Bernadette Connors was the singer. She I do. Was,
1: Bernadette was awesome. I, I remember was, her performing that live at one at a couple events. She was, She's awesome.
0: It was amazing. Maybe we can link that song.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Maybe put yeah. it up on the, on the website somewhere. Yeah. Or, okay,
0: yeah, we'll yeah, find maybe. it.
1: We'll see. Yeah. Let's,
0: look that, let's look that over over the holidays and see what we can do with mm. our guests. But yes, I did write a song, and I, I love that I did that. Thank you for bringing that memory to me. Yeah, that
1: was, I, remember, I remember the launch of that. That was a lot of fun.
0: It was fun, right? Oh, we did that at the Richmond Hill Country Club. Mm-hmm. Good times, good times. So good times. You know, this is what I mean about talking about where we are and being our, our authentic selves. We right. bring these memories back to life and then they just live that much stronger and louder.
1: Right. Exactly. It's the the, mem- the memories, right? Exper- life experiences, right? That's I think they're almost more important than having physical things in our life. It's, you know, what's, food, shelter, and all that kind of stuff is taken care of, it's, it's really the life experiences that I think really make a big difference in our life.
0: People pay for experience. And I'm not saying that because I think people should pay, you know, for- <laughs> You have to be that. careful what kind of experiences yeah, you pay for sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> but what I mean is in marketing, okay, let me start with, in marketing, people pay for a positive experience. Okay. Right. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> I'm just being silly. <laughs> That's okay. That was fun. And I was thinking when you were speaking, when you said memories, I was thinking mm. about that song. I feel like I should cue it in by Barbra Streisand. Mm. Memories.
1: Memories of the way we were.
0: That was beautiful, wasn't
1: it? I just actually just watched a special the other night, two hour special with David Foster, the producer, because he did work, a lot of work with Barbra Streisand, among, among many others. And it was mm. quite, quite interesting. I hadn't realized just how many people he had worked with. It was quite incredible.
0: Well, see how we, in our spare time, how we can gather all these tidbits of information, mm-hmm. and that makes us that much more interesting. And I love when you tell me things that I don't know, and then I just go and try to research it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, I'll just give you one more, one more note sure, about sure. this. When my husband and I got back together, he, he, I always considered him a brain. So I would get up at four o'clock in the morning because I get up early anyway and I would go and subscribe to all these different newspapers so that new online news, you know, news subscriptions so that I could have conversations with him worth having. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I stopped subscribing because I cannot keep up with him. (laughs) He's a sponge. Oh my gosh. He is amazing when it comes to every subject that I'll say to him, what are you listening to now? What are you watching now? What are you reading now? He absorbs it in every possible form besides reading. He's just Mm -hmm. taking it in and I I can't keep up with him. So once in a while (laughs) I'll, I'll make a joke and I'll say to him, but I can make a campaign faster than you. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you can, you definitely can. You're so good at that. And I'll pat myself on the back. Right. and when it comes to current events is just awesome and amazing so now i'm going to have to get up early again so i can research what you're telling me so that way i'll have to i'll be able to communicate with you on that subject
1: okay so it was a it was a, just so you know it was a special 2 hour special on ctv this week i think you can actually go back and now that it's been it's aired you can probably go back and stream it from their from their website so
0: oh and what was it called
1: uh, i don't remember the na- the title of it but it was david foster yeah, uh, he's it was a two hour special.
0: Okay, well, as you can imagine, I already cued it in. There you go. And on that note, so how's that
1: for branding?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> that was amazing.
1: So I think that's a great spot, right? To yes, to go to our interview, yeah.
0: Wonderful, wonderful spot. And just to say, star studded original documentary, David Foster off
1: there. The you there. Record. You go. Be, there'll be a lot you'll recognize every single artist and you'll go oh my god I can't he worked with her he worked with him oh my god and him too it's quite <laughs> see, good
0: we just let our fingers do the walking now so thank you for that <laughs>
1: You're welcome alright we'll see you on the other side
0: okay awesome thank you be you study
1: be more at ease in your communication so you too can have conversations worth having What is BU study? A private, online room to rehearse impromptu speaking. Receive instant feedback and achieve quick results. And feel confident that no one is laughing, unless you're telling a joke.
0: Plug in anytime, anywhere. Study with seasoned pros. Access your customized feedback. Then speak with ease and build amazing relationships. I'm really excited tonight to speak to our guest Juliet Dacpojo. I want to like take a minute and just give her accolades. Mm-hmm. So, you might want to take notes, but we'll we'll listen to it again later. So, Juliet's a brand strategist with special focus on personal branding. She's Mm -hmm. awesome at this. Wait till you see some of the visuals. Juliet believes that today's consumer wants to have a personal interaction with businesses. How true. Mm -hmm. Juliet has been in the online marketing and advertising industry for over 15 years, having worked on a large Brand campaigns such as Jeep, Chrysler, Ford, Pampers, Nestle, McDonald's, mm. and many more. I'm loving it. <laughs> right. <laughs> she currently runs her own digital marketing agency that helps business owners monetize their expertise, amplify their message, and systematize their business. She also runs online and offline workshops to teach entrepreneurs how to attract, engage, and retain their dream clients. You know, one of the things I really enjoyed, and we talked about this before, I love Juliet's motto Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Be excellent, provide value, serve others, produce extraordinary results, and enjoy the journey. This is so powerful. Juliet, I'm so happy. We are so happy that you're here on BU yes. Network with us. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Rara. Thank you, Dr. Joe. It's such a pleasure to be with you guys.
1: Well, we're so excited. So excited for you to be here. I love the motto, um, especially the first part. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was one of my is one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. So be excellent to each other is one of my favorite things to say.
2: Uh yeah. Honestly, I I was trying to figure out, you know, throughout when I when I got started with my journey, it was what do I want to do? What mm-hmm. do I want people to feel and experience when they when they encounter me um and i'm like i want them to feel excellent so even though it says be excellent you might think i'm talking about myself but no i really want people to feel excellent when they encounter me so that was like it had to be one of the first things that i, I put mm. in there and then the very last is that we, t- we tend to forget mm. to enjoy the journey because we are always focused on the work
1: Yes. And the work
2: and the work and the work and the work. And, and, and I find that at the end of the day, you're like, what am I doing this for? You know what I mean? Why am I struggling so hard or why am I achieving this? And I just had to take a moment and say, you know what? There's a destination. And I know that the destination is the goal. But how about I enjoy the process as well? And so that's why I said, enjoy the journey as well. So thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be in a group of amazing people. I've listened to some of your podcasts. And when you guys invited me over, I was just like, yes, I'm so excited Uh, to be a part of this work. So thank you so much. I enjoy the work you guys doing and the excellent people that you've had uh, on the show previously.
0: Thank you, Juliet. We really want to learn a little bit more about you and have our audience know you as, of course, the great woman that you are. I have a, a question. I was, of course, going through your information and doing research on you, and I was wondering if you want to share with our audience. So you've been in this business for 15 years. What gave you the decision or what helped you to make the decision to go into this into this business?
2: Oh, wow. I know it always sounds cliche when people say, I just fell into it. And I really did. Um, (laughs) I really did, but I think I also had a bit of divine preparation. So um, I came to Canada almost 20 years ago. Um, I came from uh, Africa in in a country called Botswana, just uh, south of Africa, just on top of South Africa there. Mm -hmm. And that's where I grew up. And I was, I was there till I was 21. And I came to Canada. So it's a brand new start for me, brand new country, brand new culture, brand new everything. And I was going to York University um, uh, for information technology. I always, I didn't always know I wanted to do something with technology or tech. Um, It was just the thing of my mom's like, you can't be in my house and do nothing. Go learn something. (laughs) So she's like, go learn something. And I'm like, I don't know what to learn. And she's like, okay, go learn typing. It's the in thing now. So I literally was typing. We know those typewriters that you've got to like, they go all the way to the right and then you've got to swipe them back. Oh
0: yes, I remember those. I'm
2: so dating myself right now. And that's what I did. So I learned
1: on too. (laughs)
2: Right. And right next door, um, this is when like computers, computers were like DOS operating system Mm -hmm. right not what we have right now so fast forward I learned a bit of coding there and it just kind of like oh I kind of like this new thing nobody knows about I want to learn more about it so when I came to York University I intended to do um, information technology right Um, and with part of the curriculum, we had to take an elective. An elective meaning that I had to take something that had nothing to do with my course whatsoever. And to this day, I don't even know why they don't add that to the, why it wasn't part of the course. But uh, they said to take an elective, and I took a few things that I was interested in. One of them was e-commerce. And part of the project was going to find an offline business and bring them online. So I found a bar and grill and we brought their um, table booking system online. And that's when I fell in in love with the whole online world. So before it was just information, technology, business, and all these, you know, moving pieces, but nobody was teaching how to get online. And so I Mm -hmm. got into, when I got into that, I loved it. I'm like, how do I do this? And, and by then, you know, the internet isn't as easily accessible as we have it right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I basically just poured everything I had into learning more. I truly believe that when you are passionate about something, learning it is not a chore. I didn't think about, oh my gosh, I've got morning classes. It was just, right. how do I get to learn more about this? Um, and before I graduated, I saw a job posting asking for certain skill sets that I thought I had, and I applied for it, very honest with them in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the interview and said, look, I'm brand new. I know nothing about the online world, and this, but this is why you should hire me. right (laughs) i am i'm a new canvas i have no preconceived (laughs) notions of anything i know nothing um but i'm an excellent sponge and i will learn everything you get put in front of me so give me a chance and they did and that's how i started in the online world
0: you just Yeah. yeah you you stepped into it right like you went right into it juliet do you remember I, I, I remember what we taught when we first started typing the phrase that we were <laughs> typing and not looking at the keys. I remember? know, right? Do, do you remember what it was? <laughs> um, the ASDF? Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. So I'm from New York. So uh, when you type by not obviously not looking at the keyboard, yep. when you type that, you're using all the letters and you're obviously moving your fingers up and down and left and right. Right. So that's what we learned in school. <laughs> it was wow. a whole it was a whole phrase. Did you uh-huh. did you learn that? No,
2: ours, I think, was the quick, the quick fox jumped over something. The quick brown fox jumped
1: yes. over the lazy dog.
0: That's the one. That's the <laughs> one well, we I, learned on. I obviously went to school before you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm showing my age. So now, well, again, it was in American school, right? Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country. Yes. on ah. typewriter, right? You know that, Joe,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one too. I remember actually learning on the manual typewriter. So you actually had... To to hit the bar to return the typewriter yes, I, yes. I, at one time i was at about 35 words a minute on that mm-hmm. when, I, when i was a student so i got pretty yeah. good yeah, i was so pretty I, impressed with that. You brought me I right was back too.
0: that that was that was cool that's excellent joe and juliet when you said that i you brought me right back to school <laughs> when i was doing that i thought wow i haven't thought about that in a long time
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> classroom full of remember- typewriters right
2: Right. I remember the first typewriter that was electronic, so you didn't have to push yeah. that all the way over. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was the coolest thing ever, not knowing there's like, now we have smartphones and you can practically do your whole life's work on here. Pretty much. Yes. Pretty if much. We
0: knew, if we only knew then, we, would have, we wouldn't have even believed it, right? That's true. So, Juliet, I wanted to ask you something else because you have a great, a great roster, Jeep, Chrysler, Ford, Pampers, Nestle, McDonald's. Tell our audience a little bit about how did you land a big client? Now, I'm not asking you to tell us like all of it, but here's people listening to, to us and they're going to say, oh, how, how would that ever happen to me? So, let's talk about that. Um,
2: so because like, because of the work that we did, um, at this point, all of these clients that I worked with, these big name clients were just, I was part of a team that worked on these projects, but I had more of a project coordinator, um, and digital asset role in that. So these were, it, I wouldn't, you know, I would love to take all the credit, uh, but we had a team, you know, a, a, a sales team that went out and procured these clients. But I got to sit in with, you know, the head, the CEOs and the CFOs, decision makers of these amazing brands to talk about their project briefs. And being able to sit at the table, you know, I'm not Canadian. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm not Canadian. I am, I, you know, a lot of times we tend to have a lot of limiting beliefs, but I chose that when I sat at a table, no matter what table I was sitting at, I will contribute. So wherever I thought that I could contribute um, to the discussion, I always did. And I actually started off working on a Harley Davidson campaign. And um, at that point, we were nice. I was working 50% of my time was spent on Harley Davidson. And then the other 50% was spent on Jeep. And because of the work that I I did and the contribution that I always gave, because I was always in the online space, I always gave ideas. This is what's happening in the world. This is what's new technologies out. Would you guys like to try this? You know, just suggestions. At the end of the day, they didn't have to listen, but I'm blessed that I was able to work with people who thought innovatively and thought about you know progressing. So at one point, Jeep as a company or the group of people that were managing the Jeep campaign asked that I come onto their project 100%, mm, right? And wow. that's what gave me that, I know what I'm doing. You know, a lot of uh-huh. times we do something yeah. and you're like, do I really know what I, you know, The um, <laughs> what is that word? The, the... Tiffany? No, you know, th- there's this feeling that you feel like, you don't know anything you um that you're false that you are oh obviously,
1: the uh, imposter syndrome
2: yes that's the word the imposter syndrome um and I, I at that point i thought like i was the only one who suffered from it until i realized that it was it's a <laughs> thing
1: <laughs>
2: but um one thing i would love to leave your audience with is be a part of the conversation right yes. it's being able to sit at the table and be a part of the conversation. I mean, a lot of, especially with women too, uh, it's, we tend to want to shrink back and sit Mm. at the back or sit at the corner and not raise our hands. But it's so important to do so, to sit at the front, to lean in. There's a book I love called Lean In, to sit at at the table and contribute to the conversation and not think about what am I taking from this? What am I getting from this? But what can I give? Right. And being able to just contribute to that is how I was able to, um, I was definitely one of the people that were thought of when a new project came about, uh, about in terms of who do we want as a part of this project. And that's how I got to work with these amazing brands because of the contribution and being able to be a part of the conversation. Right. People would say, hey, I think Juliet would be a great person to be a part of this, this team that's building out this brand or this part of this group right? Um, And that's basically how I got to that. Um, And then when I decided to step out on my own, I haven't had huge brands like those, but I
0: have some pretty amazing ones as well. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because when our audience is listening, right, they're listening to the message that you're giving and that's Mm -hmm. such an important message to be part of the conversation. And let's talk a little bit about the importance of Name branding and protecting and promoting the name. Can you give us a little bit of insight on that?
2: Yes, I, mean, I love that. Are you sure we have time for this? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're good.
1: We'll <laughs> let you know when we'll let you know when we're running out of time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Okay, so when um, I'll I'll talk about where I was and how I I got this epiphany. Being a part of these huge brand deals and these huge brand um, projects, Mm -hmm. people were spending, like these companies were spending literally $50,000, sometimes more, a month on their marketing messages. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time, especially if you think about marketing before, when we, I don't know, I I haven't watched cable in a long time, Mm -hmm. um, but, but we were always, there was always a commercial break. Right. And no matter what the, 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 the show you were watching was, there was always a commercial break back in those days. I mean, they couldn't really quantify. The, the results they were getting, right. you know, McDonald's would throw in a McDonald's commercial in the middle of, you know, uh, Young and the Restless or something like that. They can't really see how many people came from that, you know watching that particular video or watching that particular commercial. So when we, when we look at um, online, that we can quantify. This many people saw it. This many people clicked on it. This man, these many people actually converted um, uh, into customers from there. So that's the online por- portion. So when we were doing these bro- um, um, projects, hmm. I got to see the numbers. But a lot of it was spent on branding. They just needed people to be aware of them and subconsciously right. embed their images in them. I bet any child <laughs> from, you know, under, I have nieces and nephews who mm. know what that um, McDonald arch looks like and what it stands for.
1: Yep. Or Lego right? would be another one.
2: Exactly. And even the, um, what, what is this one here? Uh, the, the theme songs. Right? Oh, right? The jingles, pizza, pizza. I once asked a friend, what's the pizza, pizza number? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, do you know the pizza, pizza song? She's like, yeah. She sung it. I'm like, there's the number.
1: But she didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't remember the number on its own, right?
2: Yeah. She couldn't remember the number on its own, but she needed mm-hmm. to sing the song. And that's what branding is. It's right. basically, engra- like <laughs> I know it's weird to define branding with the word brand, but it's basically imprinting yourself. Right. Or your image, or a representation of your image in other in people's minds, right? Right. And so when I started, when I was like, okay, how do I? I don't have a fifty thousand dollar budget to throw behind anything at this point. Right. So how do I do this for entrepreneurs, people who are just coming up, right? What can I do to help? You know, um, an an author, a speaker, a coach,
1: right?
2: Imprint their image on their potential client, so that when they're ready or if they're ready or when they're ready they remember dr joe or they remember rara or do remember juliet how do we do this right and it's you know i went through a lot of you know iterations how do we do this do we do a logo and i know a lot of people the first thing they think about is i need a logo (sighs)
1: Right, I've come across the, that His logo could just be a, a word, right? It doesn't even have to be like it exactly just be the, the font that you use to put your name in. It doesn't even have to be a, a graphical figure or like a shape or anything like that.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And so now the work that I do when the people ask me for their logo, we I say just use your name. Right. And then back in the day, I don't know about you, but your name is so important. There's a legacy. There's almost a spirituality to it. Right. There's a legacy to your name, and that's why I talk about branding your name, branding yourself. So right. when I ask people, do you have a website? Most of them say no, and I say, well, just buy your name as a right. domain, right. because nobody. When, when, we're, when we're working towards a goal or just achieving legacy or anything like that, we want to be able to leave something behind that people are going to remember us by. Right. The easiest thing to do is your name. Right yes right yes and it it, it, it it doesn't have to be your your actual birth name it could be whatever it is you want to be known as right. and that's why i love yours rara <laughs> oh
0: oh gosh well thank you i was going to say something about your logo but i'll i'll just quickly tell you this quick story so when i wanted to buy my birth name it took me forever to buy that as a site because actually somebody had it and Mm -hmm. then it was like three o'clock in the morning or something when I we, my husband and I kept looking for it for years we're like we have to buy this for me and then it came up and we were like yes but before I could buy my actual name I had branded myself Rara obviously and that was a whole nother fantastic story (laughs) and then then I was able to buy my name Catherine Asaro but somebody had that right Wow. So anyway, yes, you're absolutely right. But here's what I wanted to say to you. Your logo is, I I hope our audience, when they hear this, that they go run to check it out. I love your website and how you use the two colors and how you identified name brand. Yes.
1: That was, that was very good. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, ah, awesome. she's walking her talk. I like it.
0: <laughs> it's really amazing. Can you, you tell sir. us a little bit about that before we go into the next phase of the show? That's, that's an ingenious move.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Saname is actually my middle name too. So it is my name, right? And it's it's a name that usually I only hear when I'm
1: in trouble. But I wanted to <laughs> we, all, we all have a name like that.
2: I know, but I wanted to turn it positive. I'm like, this cannot be the name I only hear when I'm in trouble. <laughs> and when I was trying to figure out, you know, um, what do I put online? How do I brand myself online? Yeah, I'm the only person who has Julia Deco. And uh, because I have my hands in so many different pies, mm-hmm. I, I am going to brand Julia Deco as an entrepreneur. But there are certain things that I wanted it to have its own identity, but right. still be tied to me. And Sanami is, is my middle name. Uh, it's on my, on, my government, um, yep. on my government documents. And I was looking at the name one day, and I was just like... The word name, isn't it? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't have to think so far. The word name, isn't it? So I, w- I made the word name stand out a little bigger than the S-E. So the name is spelled S-E-N-A-M for mother E. Right. And so the word name stood out a little bit because I wanted people to know that your name is what comes forth. Oh, when right. people leave your presence, you want them to remember your name. You want them to remember the feeling they got when they encountered you. So I made right. the word name bigger. But I also wanted to highlight the word me in the word name, right? So I made it a different color because at the end of the day, you're branding yourself. Right. So I'm branding me, right? And so <laughs> when people people like, I get it. Right. I get it. And that's important. You don't yeah. want to have to
1: explain your logo exactly. or it's a, it's a, anything.
2: It's exactly. a beautiful
1: visual representation of exactly what you do.
2: Exactly, exactly. And, and I love what you just said, visual representation. That is not your brand. It's a visual representation mm-hmm. of your brand. And hopefully I want to impart with, uh, with, you, with your audience today that even without a logo, even without a website, mm-hmm. your brand starts from an inner work that you do. Right. How do people ach- um, um, conceive me? How do they consume me? I know it's weird, <laughs> but no. when I when I encounter them, what do I want to leave them with? Are they do they have something positive to say? Do they feel empowered? I have what I call power words. Right. And my power words are: I want to educate, I want to inspire, um, and I want people to feel excellent. Right. So those are my power words, and so whenever I encounter people, I want to leave them feeling those three things, right? And that's the brand that I leave behind. Now, the visual representation of the brand, of course, it's like when they see it, they know, oh, this belongs to Juliet, right? right? And so that's what it—that's the difference between a brand and a logo. And so your logo is just a representation of a right. brand the brand exactly. the brand
1: includes everything about who you are and what you do and how you deliver it and, exactly and everything and the logo is just the representation of that
2: exactly yeah.
1: exactly and it's not, and it's like i think you brought up a really great point in there too about the feelings that you live, leave people with uh, about and there 's that quote that says that we people will always remember how we make them feel right mm-hmm. so it's it 's that personal touch, that personal relationship that you develop with people that really can strengthen or in some cases hurt your brand, and you have to really be uh, attentive to what 's going on
2: yeah absolutely so with um, with branding, a lot of you know people say. And I guess it is true to a certain extent when it comes to branding, it's a little, it's a little different. And that is, it doesn't matter what people think about you. I truly believe that on a personal level and, you know, people's opinions of you shouldn't, you know, change how you live your life and how you live your best life. However, when it comes to branding and the brand and how people perceive you, people's opinion absolutely do count. Mm. So for example, if you think that your brand or you want to present a brand that is very um, zen-like, right? right. <laughs> very zen, very peaceful, very um, inclusive. But people don't perceive that when they meet you, they're always right.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. It's their perception. You can't, exactly. you, we can have the whole idea of what we want them to think, but if it's what they think of us that really matters.
2: Absolutely. So especially when you're online and you, you're presenting yourself or you're giving people, you know, you're showing people your brand and, and just being who you are online, it is important to always know what people perceive you to be. And if there's mm-hmm. a disconnect between what you want, how you want people to perceive you, as well as how they perceive you. There's always a friction and that's where we run into, you know, things like low sales. Nobody's mm. paying attention. Nobody's right. showing up on the webinars. Nobody's listening to right. podcasts. That's when there's a disconnect. The disconnect but then, yeah. When you're able to connect them, there's always going to be somebody out there who's going to listen, who's going to connect with you because you, you're actually portraying the brand that you initially wanted to. Right. Integrity. Exactly.
0: Exactly that brings me, Juliet to so many questions. But I'm just thinking about our audience relating to what if one person in our audience has experienced this, or maybe more than one, they are promoting their marketing and no one shows up. You just mentioned that. Like, let's (laughs) see if you can just give in some type of a condensed version of, we know how, how it feels, right? We've all experienced this. What is it like on your side, from your perspective of having the answers on how they could have done something differently? What advice would you give to someone when they're sitting with a webinar where no one showed up?
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is, that is, uh, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of moving pieces to that. And I'll give you the very holistic, um, I guess, bird's eye view of it. When you look at the whole, your whole process, let's let's talk about webinars, right? So the whole process of the webinar, um, you need to look at where the gap is. So let's say you've done everything, absolutely everything. You have your webinar date, you have your launch date. Um, and all that is set up on the setup front. Um, assuming that you ran ads, let's just assume that you ran ads and i'll do one for organic as well so let's assume that you ran ads when you ran the ads did anybody click on it if the answer is no and nobody is registering then the problem is on the messaging side you're either either the people you're presenting your message in front of are not the right audience or you have the right audience, but you're not speaking their language, you're not getting them, you're not grabbing them, right. or you, or the webinar that you're presenting doesn't have the hook um, right. that will grab them to say, hey, I want to learn more, right? Right. Uh, and there's, oh, there's so much to go into it. There's, you know, copywriting and stuff like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, of yeah, there's course. A few, there's a
1: few things there.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things there. But now, okay, let's say now you look at your whole thing and you're like, no, people actually did... Register. So that means the hook was great. You know, people registered for it, but nobody showed up. Okay, right. then between the registration and the show update, what happened? Right. Right. A lot of people send um, start marketing, and you should, of course, marketing their webinars, let's say a week out, two weeks right. out. Right. And somebody registers. Guess what? They forget. There's a lot of distractions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a lot of distractions. And as much as we are going to put things on our calendars and things like that, there, if there's a huge gap or, you know, and by a huge gap, I'm talking about anything more than 48 hours, right. <laughs> yes. there is, there's a gap there. And so people forget. So what you need to do, how to bridge that gap is what we call the nurture sequence. Some people call it the indoctrination sequence. Mm-hmm. You want to send them things that's going to get them excited about learning more. Right. You don't necessarily want to give them everything that's going to happen in the webinar, but you want to give them enough to challenge them to come and learn more.
0: Yes.
2: Right. And yes. so that's that's where you filter. So when you look at your whole system, and that's why I talk about I build a system uh, because when you have an actual system, you get to see where what's broken. Does that make sense?
0: Yes. No, Juliet, yeah, that that is excellent. It not only makes sense, it's a great place to lead the audience because if they truly want to know more about that, we'll talk to them about getting in touch with you. Yes,
1: absolutely. Right? <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in a few minutes. So I thank you. That's perfect. I couldn't have planned it any better than that. <laughs> that's, that's just how it worked organically. That's how it exactly. worked Exactly. Yes. So with one part of our show, what we like to do is we like to sort of go around the room. This is a point in our show where we like to talk about our BU final moment. And we like to do this as a circle, so to speak. So we ask you, what is your BU final moment? Or for lack of a better word, your takeaway. And then Dr. Energy, and then I will share mine. So maybe I'm putting you on the spot. So take, you know, a nanosecond to think about it, Juliet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I've been on the spotlight this whole time. Absolutely. <laughs> um, honestly, I mean, this show... Is amazing. You guys are doing amazing jobs. So thank you once again. And the listeners out there, thank you guys for listening to me. You guys probably don't even know who I am. But if you've gotten this far, you are definitely listening. Um, so I do appreciate that. Um, the final moment for me is um, when we first started, I asked Dr. Rara, uh, sorry, Dr. Joe and Rara, how they met and their story was just so beautiful. And it talks about synergy. And how Mm -hmm. when you're connected to the right people, um, or even in alignment with what your purpose is, what you're supposed to be doing, the universe, God, whatever it is you believe in, will always align you guys with the right people to make your vision and your purpose move forward. Um, So I I guess with you guys, I'm thankful that you guys said yes to being even uh, connectors of people and connectors and and connecting Mm -hmm. yourselves. So thank you so much for that.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank yeah, you for those words. Awesome. Yes, um, I cherish those words for more than one reason, and I'll get to it in my BU final moment. Dr. Energy, mm-hmm. let's hear what your BU final moment is tonight.
1: So, my final moment is that how important it is to be in integrity with your branding, with your message, no matter when you're talking with people, how you're talking with people, people are always watching you. They're always listening to you, even if you don't realize that they are. So they're going to make assessments or judgments of who you are or who your business is or what your business is on every single interaction that they have with you or that they see you having with others. So pay attention to the relationships you're building and how you're building them and this will make a huge difference in what you're doing
0: that's great thank you makes me feel like that sicilian family eyes on us at all times <laughs> <laughs> we cannot make a move because we're being watched well let me let me tell you there's two words to my final moment and Juliet, you summed it up. I just got a promotion tonight, Dr. Rara. I'm stopping right there. <laughs>
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> there is nothing better than getting a promotion and a degree. It's a field promotion.
1: <laughs> I'm Honorary. Taking,
0: I'm taking it. That that was amazing for me. So thank you, Juliette. I'm so happy that you, Dr. Joe and I are both so happy that you're a guest on our show tonight. It's Mm -hmm. been such a pleasure to speak with you. I could listen to you all night and I know our guests will want more. So can you tell us a little bit about, we'll post everything in the podcast notes, but is there a specific way that you prefer to be reached or communicated with so our audience could hear it right from you?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So I have a free Facebook group um, that you can join. And it's uh, if you well, it's facebook.com slash brand your name. Um, so all No Spaces in Between, brand your name. And it basically is a place where if you have any questions about branding, anything that you're struggling with, it's free. Um, Join in, answer questions. It is community driven. So of course, the more questions you ask, the more lively it is um, uh, as well. And I do have some free training on Tsunami Branding, S-E-N-A-M-E. Branding.com, and there are a few trainings on there as well about um, how to brand yourself. I have a, a webinar on there that has been doing really well. People watch it and they're like, "Oh my God, we totally looking at branding totally different <laughs> now." So, <laughs> so you know, just go on there. Um, if you go on to tsunamibranding.com under free training, you should see a few t- free trainings on there. Um, take a look at whichever one grabs you and. If you have any questions, just jump in the Facebook group and I'm there to help.
0: Oh, that's great. That's thank awesome. you so much, Juliet. I'm sure that when our audience starts to follow you, they're going to be hooked because I know from the minute that I first spoke with you, I was hooked.
2: Ah, uh, thank you. It's a pleasure. Yes. It's a you,
1: pleasure. Have, you have wonderful energy and it comes through in your voice and when you're speaking. It's it's really, really fun to have had this time to speak with you, Juliet. So thank you again.
2: Awesome. Hopefully, I can come back later. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you so much. We will certainly have you have you back, and maybe we can get together and all hang out. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love to, love to that send, sounds maybe like set up fun. a time
1: when I'm in from Ottawa.
0: That's right. Yep. Let's let's plan that. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring tell your friends about conversations worth having on bu network we really appreciate your reviews and you can do that on apple podcasts
1: thank you for show notes and links go to www.b-u.network/podcasts connect with us via our website wwwb and build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at wwwb unetwork forward slash pro.
0: We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao.
1: Ciao, babies.